Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies, one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky, Minute 102, which starts with General Moro saying that Upstart is finally showing his colors. And it ends with an elevator door opening. So why is... We asked the question yesterday, why is Moro look so happy to receive this bad news? What do you think, Chieko? He can finally get rid of him. Yeah, it Yay. kind of gives the excuse to to get rid of him, yeah. That pencil-pushing upstart. Yeah. What does he say? Aonisai. Aonisai. Green, basically green two-year-old. <laughs> Aonisai me. Yeah. Honsho rawashio. Rawashio tana. That's what he says. Yeah. Excuse my bad accent. It's fine. He showed his true character. But yeah, that upstart. That upstart. Finally showing his colors, which, yeah, allows Moro to move against him. Yes. And then he says, so he's pleased that he finally gets to put this guy in his proper place. Yeah. So he says, the English subtitle says, hunt him down and arrest him. The Japanese, did you follow the Japanese? No. Spy kari da. Spy kari? We're going spy hunting. <laughs> Or it's a spy hunt. <laughs> spy karida. I love that. Which is pretty, yeah, it's pretty. That's it's pretty, pretty boss. good. That's pretty boss. I love the way the soldiers are even pulling the gold off of the pillars. Oh, yeah. Pulling it off as people are like, hurry, hurry. We have to go, 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 go. Shoot if he resists. Shoot. Yeah. No mercy for Muska. So the, um, yeah, so the, the, Japanese, there's teiko surubai wa ute shasatsu shite kamawan. So, in case he resists, if you shoot and kill him, nobody will mind. Yeah, nobody will care. <laughs> I don't care. You're good. Yeah, yeah. And so, this throughout this, I mean, how long has it been? We got the music when Pazu was getting the flare gun from Dola. Yeah. But that's is we're back to mm. silence and just the wind. And just the wind. So it's been a long time, like yeah. since that has been the only music. It has. It's like there's just I don't know if that's like a suspense thing or if that helps build the suspense. It's I don't know. I found it notable. You found enough it notable that I would note it for you all. That <laughs> hey, look, there's been like almost no music. No music. I feel like it's a suspense thing. Yeah. It's like here's this beautiful thing. It's just letting the action speak for itself. Yeah, and here are people taking from this beautiful thing so th i mentioned yesterday that we didn't get in the english subtitles we didn't get like the description of where muska went as hey the bottom part that is this black half sphere right so if we i think getting that information kind of ties this shot of the, pazu of pazu looking at this black half sphere right yeah it ties like why it up a little he's bit. looking yeah. at it yeah I mean, you kind of know it's pretty clear, yeah. Right? But it's just just an extra reinforcement, I think, helps. Right. Yeah. Like why he's looking at that. Yeah, and he's he's just hanging on to a tree root. Yeah. So he's risking it all, I would say. And then we cut to the inside of this hemisphere. Yes. And it's freaky. It's a little freaky. 
this is like by far the most science fiction-y. That Ghibli has gotten. Up to this point. Up to this point. Or maybe ever. I think ever. Because we don't. I think you're right. I can't think of another movie. Because like Howl's Moving Castle is not. That's pretty that's, steampunky. Yeah, that's still very steampunky throughout. Yeah. yeah. Anoshka. There's little sewing shops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anoshka is very plant life sci-fi. I don't really like this technology sci-fi. And then... Yeah, okay. Nausicaa is pretty sci-fi, though. Yeah, it is. You've got the glider. You've got oh, the tri-crystal. Yeah. You know what? Got... So, okay. So, I take that back. But this is... This is pretty... That's pretty sci-fi, too. Okay. Yeah, this is pretty, like... This is a Nausicaa lot. definitely had, like, the weird alien environment. Yes. And the, like, like... And the interesting ships. Yeah. But this is a total, like, artificial environment. This is, like, if the Matrix matrix programming was an actual place so i was going to ask you like what else does this remind you of the matrix the matrix is the big one or like i don't know have you ever seen uh or heard of cube is this canadian horror movie when did it come out they were they did like a couple of sequels 1997 uh so it's this (laughs) it's this weird like sci-fi horror movie where this group of people is trapped in this room that's a cube. They're trapped in this like cube room, square room. And like they all wake up inside. It's like, how did I get in here? And they try to find their way out. And each, so they they try to like, you know, there's like doors on all sides in the floor and ceiling. So each room they go into is a different kind of trap. So like people die you know, as they go yeah. through this, right? And there's kind of like a why, kind of the story behind it is like, what, you know, this is background story of why was this place built? Yeah, right? why? But that's what it reminded me of because there's all these cubes. Yeah, and, and I then... I made a couple sequels that I think I've watched the second one. But anyway, go ahead. These inscriptions also, have you ever seen Disney's Atlantis, The Lost Empire? I haven't, no. It's a good one. It's it was like made when like Disney was like putting out some like weird movies. Yeah. Like Lilo and Stitch, Emperor's New Groove, that era. Treasure Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. I still haven't seen that. I need to see that. But um the the way that they light up or Muska like puts a puts the pendant to a place and it lights up really reminds me of Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Cause that's a big thing where like each citizen has a crystal that activates like a thing. Hmm. Okay. I guess the other thing, then probably Cube was inspired by Hellraiser. Oh. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Are you familiar with that one? Yeah. yeah. And Hellraiser 2 when they go to hell. Yeah. There's yeah. so lots of cubes. Yeah. Kind of puzzle cubes there. But I'm trying to, has there been another? I, feel I like really this... love this kind of, you know, the fact, the sense that they're inside of, of a machine, like a giant yeah. machine. Yeah. Like instead of gears, it's all these yeah cubes that are just kind of knocking against each other. Yeah, with these little musical tones. I don't know if there's been anything else like like this. I suppose like Forbidden Planet has a little bit of that flavor, you know, with the Krell when oh. they go down and tour like the Krell machinery. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, you know what? That definitely has because like in the middle of this big machine and like parts of it are like. You know, this huge burst of energy between machines. And he's like, yeah, these are just hundreds of feet tall or big, but these are just 
circuit breakers. They're just right. s- switches right. going back and forth. It's kind of a similar feeling. What used to be your favorite movie? Oh, yeah. Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet. Yeah. You yeah. watch that like all the time. I did? Yes. We had the DVD. You're like, can we watch that again? Of course. <laughs> Robbie the Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's got a big Tetris vibe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't... Was this... This is like before Tetris, though. When was Tetris? This is like 80... What? Four? When was this? Was this 86? I think this is 86, right? Yeah, 86. Yeah. Tetris uh, came out in 1984. So this is a... A little bit after Tetris. Okay, now I'm looking at the history of Tetris. Tetris was created in June 1984 by Alexei Pajitnov, artificial intelligence researcher in Moscow, the Soviet Academy of Sciences. PC version made it to Budapest. Spectrum Holobyte IBM PC version came out in the United States in 87. Hmm. So I don't think it really hit. It didn't really hit Japan at this time. Yeah. By 1989, half a dozen different companies claimed rights. I think Tetris was a little bit after. I don't know. Could have been. A, it seems like it was around the same time, but. Yeah. Came out for the Commodore 64 in 88. Yeah, I think it was. I'm not sure when it would have hit. Japan. Japan. It was on the Game Boy in 1989. So maybe a little bit after this. Yeah. It's wild, though. It is it's a wild. wild environment. This is a wild environment. One of. Muska's henchman is like, where are we, Colonel? And then, so, yeah, they're just left there. Yeah. What is, and so as Muska and Sheeta are riding down this elevator. Yeah. What is up with those, like, blue neon lines, like, across the screen? Oh, yeah, what? What is up with that? What is? What is that? What are those? What is it? I don't get it. Is it, like, the different cubes connecting to each other to like keep moving or is it what like the blue what do you mean like the blue light is like a sign of that like this segment is connecting with the walls around it so like as it goes down each each segment like lights up oh maybe like the way that the 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 circuits light up underneath his pendant yeah you were talking about kind of yeah it's very weird it's a bit it's almost incongruous yeah it's like what you almost don't need it, like if it's yeah, because we see the the wall behind them is going is, is going is up. going up, yeah. So I don't. But why? I mean, it's almost like you know, it almost feels like uh like a like when in the old like in Raiders of the Lost Ark when they put like right. the world map over the airplane just to kind of show it's like a it's kind of a heads up display almost right just kind of extra information put on overlaid yeah that's not actually happening but it's just demonstrating what's what's happening yeah i don't know it's weird it is weird and plus like the weird design on the left of each one of these yeah kind of levels got like a triangle with a line through it that's upside down that that almost reminds you of like the seams in the stones on the outside of this. oh yeah 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 Uh, but I, i don't get it yeah it's cool i guess i mean it's kind of like it gives a little tron feeling because of does. the glowing blue yeah. lines. Tron, which came out in 1982. Ah. So that's the other, prob- that's probably a big influence. Because uh, yeah. this whole environment also. The black with the neon yeah. blue. And just the whole cube. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the inside of a computer. Right. Yeah. I can see, yeah. In addition to all the other, all the other things movies. we talked yeah. about, Tron was probably 
could have been an influence here. So Muska says, all of Lapita's knowledge is crystallized here. Or at least that's what the subtitles say. Yeah. That's an interesting way to keep everything. To crystallize it? Crystallize it into these cubes. Here we would say, you know, not here. I don't know why. The tricrystal is over. (laughs) 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 But it's almost like, I don't know if CDs were released then, but it kind of sounds like burning a CD. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Because a CD is like just a collection of mirrors, right? That a laser reads. Right. It's kind of crystallized. It's kind of crystal. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the first compact disc was produced on 17th of August, 1982. So another. It's a crystal. Yeah. Yeah. So how many floors did they go down in this in this elevator? Okay. Um. Let's see. Because they're already going down, like with the. With the henchmen, they ride this cube down, like, the yeah, the, the main floor. And they're going down, what, like, a couple dozen floors, right? Yeah. I counted how many lights there were, and there were, like, about 9 to 10. Wow. So we're already talking maybe, like, 30, 40 floors. 30. I'm going for, like, how big is this whole place, right? How big like is this whole, this, okay. The, 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 hemisp- the black hemisphere. I mean, it's so wide, too. I feel like maybe like 60. Yeah. I mean, I would. Yeah. 60 like floors. I would go for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's big. That's big. That's huge. That's huge. Really big. That's really big. So just keeping that in mind as we look ahead for the for the week, just the how big the tree roots are. That how big <laughs> the tree roots are. Like how much time this must have taken for like someone to build this on land to like put up. Well, we'll. Oh, how much time to build it? Yeah, to build this oh, whole yeah. thing. Because I don't think this was like an add-on. I think this is the core. This is the core, yeah. They built yeah. this first, right? And then yeah. they did the castle. As Muska we'll get says, there. Yeah, we'll the get castle there. is just a trifle. Does he, is that what he says here? Uh, I think in this minute. Lapita's core, the castle above, is just a trifle. Yes. Junk, rubbish. So he says, we know Shironado. How do you? What? Garakta. Garakta? Garakta. Garakta? Yeah, like junk. Rubbish, trash, garbage, odds and ends. Yeah. Garakta ni sugin. Doesn't amount to more than... To more than junk. Junk. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll get more into this. Yeah. Tomorrow. So we'll see you then. On On Ghibli Ghibli Minute. Minute.